Blog Talk Radio. Hello and good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning again, everybody. I hope you're having a good week. Hope you have a good week. Good week. Everybody's on the conference call. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, everybody on uh, Periscope. Periscope is just kind of coming in. Hey, good morning. Uh, Good morning to everyone. Facebook Live. Let me see. Are you there? Good morning. Hey, listen, as you guys are coming on, let me just kind of remind you that uh, much of what we've been talking about for all the morning devotionals uh, are also on podcast. So anybody who has a podcast, uh, you can definitely log on podcast. Wait a minute. Hold on. Um, Sorry about that. So, yeah, everything is available via podcast as well. Hey, good morning. Uh, Mary LeVon, good morning. Hey, Nikita Bull, good morning. Hope you're doing well. Just found out that you had, uh, had a procedure. Good morning. Hey, Peanut, good morning to you. Sister Buzz, good morning. Uh, Lady Kellum is on. Sister Cheryl is on. Belinda Wallace, Latrice, Pam Whitaker. Hey, good morning to each one of you. Um, Sister Linda is on. Good morning. Sylvia Moore. Hey, Sylvia, good morning. Uh, good morning, good morning, good morning. It's a great day. Hello, hi. Everybody's on conference call. You guys still on conference call? Let me hear you. Are you there? Yes. Okay. Glad to have you. Sister Sally, good morning. Good morning. I see uh, you guys are already sharing on Facebook. I appreciate the shares. Appreciate the shares on Facebook. And Periscope, lighten it up with the heart. There you go. Double tap the thumbs. Double tap your fingers. Hello. Hey, say. Hey, say. Lady Kelly, hey, say. Uh, Periscope, uh, Periscope, Facebook Live, conference call. Hey, good morning, uh, Deacon Minister Blunt. Uh, you can get you can get much of what we talk about on podcast, on podcast. So there are some things that are on podcast. Uh, just to, if you wanted to kind of review, some people have been asking how can I listen again. Uh, there will be a website. I just don't have that website up yet. That'll probably be up by uh, next Monday. Uh, where we'll have all of the videos. But until then, the podcast is available. Uh, I don't know how to get to it. A uh, podcast, maybe, uh, maybe DS Riddick or Dwight Schwab Riddick. I'm not sure. Uh, try try it that way. Otherwise, I'll try to post a link to it. Listen, it's a, it's a good day today. It is Thursday. It's Thursday, and uh, as we kind of travel through surviving the scars, excuse me. Let, let me again just say that the goal, the goal of surviving the scars, is to get everyone to understand that you cannot, will not go through life unscathed. There will be some challenge, issue, hardship that you have. And because that is true, uh, one of the things that we must definitely know is that life is not about living life. Life is not about living without scars or hidden perfection. Life is about having scars and still living beyond them. And uh, that's kind of where we are. And so today as we look at uh, another way to live forward despite the scars, hey, good morning, um, is to is to figure out how, how this blame game goes, right, the blame game. So I want to talk about shifting from blame shifting, right, shifting from blame shifting. Let's look at uh, Job chapter 5. Job chapter 5 is where we are. Hey, good morning, Sister Alfreda, Kelly. Uh, Job chapter 5. Job chapter 5 is what it says. Uh, Job 5, verse 1. No, uh, yeah, verse 2, 1 and 2. Job 5, 1 and 2. Job 5, 1, 2, and 8, actually. Job 5, 1, 2, and 8. 
Job 5, 1 through an 8, shifting from blame shifting. Hey, good morning, Sister Melissa Mabry. 5, 1, 2, and 8. As soon as somebody types it up, there we go. I see it. It's typed up, so let's go. Here we go. Uh, nobody on Facebook types it. Let me see. Let me get out of Facebook participation. There we go. Here we go. Job 5, 1 through an 8. Verse 1, call if you will, but who will answer you? To which of the holy ones will you turn? Resentment kills a fool, and envy slays the simple. Let me say that again. Resentment kills a fool, and envy slays the simple. Then he goes down to verse 8, and verse 8 says, But if I were you, I would appeal to God. I would lay my cause before him. You know, one of the hardships of a scar is trying to distinguish and figure out whose fault is it, right? Who done it? You know, who who is responsible? Who did this to me? Or was this my fault? If I had done this, would I have not been in this situation? If I had loved more, if I had stayed home, if I had not taken that job, if I had not relocated, if I had done this with my children, if I had taken this, if I had taken them to this place, if I had not worn this outfit, if I had not, right? And so there are all of these if, if, thens that we kind of go through. And, and today what I really want to suggest is, when you're trying to figure out who's responsible, uh, you, you really are at a place where um, time can be wasted. Ms. Um, Whitaker already has the answer. She's saying give it to God. And that, that is the solution. Let me, let me kind of build a case because we, we live in a world that is constantly trying to find blame. You watch Fox or CNN uh, or any type of news. One of the things that news broadcasters and our government does is they are quick and right after something happens to try to figure out whose fault is it. There was a train accident a few a few months back in New Jersey, and they weren't as concerned about the train accident as much as they were whose fault. Was it the driver's fault? Was it the company's fault? Was it uh, equipment error, right? Whose fault was it when those planes went down? You know, they were trying to figure out, well, whose fault was it? Was it equipment? Or was it a malfunction? Was it something wrong with the plane? Was it a terrorist attack? Whose fault is it? Uh, anything that goes on uh, in our government, in our politics, you know, the first thing they try to figure out is whose fault is it? And what happens uh, is, is for us in our own lives, we take on that same mentality, right? We spend a lot of time trying to look back at our past and say, well, the reason that happened is because my uncle did this, my father wasn't there, or because we didn't have enough money, or because uh, this happened or that happened, or uh, because... I didn't have this opportunity like other people. We compare ourselves to those who are around us and those who oppressed us and those who abused us. And, uh, you, you know, we're trying to figure out the divorce. You know, if I stayed home more or it was his fault because he did this or she acted that way. Look, you might have good reason. You might have great rationale for why you're trying to figure out why it happened and how it happened. Let, let me say this. There's nothing wrong with that. As a matter of fact, uh, there are some cases where you do want to find out who, who's responsible. But typically, when we're trying to find out who's responsible, that's when the issue is systemic, you know, when it's a system, when, uh, you know, when what happened to you could happen to others. So you want to find out where, it, where the source is so that you can stop it from happening to others. You know, if it's something happened to children, if it's something happening to a particular race or to a particular gender or to a particular genre of people, that, that's when, that is when you want to figure out who did it. But then you're only trying to figure out who did it so that you can stop it from being passed down or from it being generational or from it happening again systematically. But if you're trying to survive your personal scars, the key to moving forward is to shift from blame shifting 
and shift to a conversation with God. And I know it sounds real church and real holy, real mystical, but let me kind of kind of kind of help you understand that as long as you're talking to people. As long as you're dealing with people, as long as you're blaming it on people, then your answer has to come from people. Your solution has to come from people. But when you can shift this conversation from people to God, that's what Job says, right? In Job 5, uh, Eliphaz, one of his friends comes, and he's trying to figure out, Job, how did you get here? How did you get these swords? How did you lose all these things? What's going on? Whose fault is it? And, and what he concludes is, look, resentment kills a fool. If you keep holding on to this resentment and to this tension and to this anger and to this bitterness against people, it will kill you. Envy, right, being jealous because you're comparing what others have and have an opportunity they've experienced from yours. Then the envy, it says, it slays the simple. We're not talking about slay Beyonce style where it looks good on you. We're talking about slay like knock you down, drop you to the floor, never get up again. Matter of fact, if you keep reading between verses 2 and 8, he goes on to talk about what happens, right? He says, I've never seen resentment help anybody. He says, I myself seen fools, they take root, children are far from safety, they go to court and they don't have a defender, the hungry eat up all of their harvest, nothing happens good. <laughs> Excuse me. Nothing happens good when you do this blame game thing. Look, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Right, that that is a that's just church talking scripture for our battles are not against flesh people. There's always some spiritual, um, some spiritual connotations, some behind the scenes spiritual effect and happening to whatever you have experienced. So look, since it didn't start with flesh and blood, don't try to solve it with flesh and blood. Father, I stretch my hands to thee. Right? This is this is the time when you talk to God about it. Here's, here's how we make the shift. Listen, it, as long as you're talking to people about what happened, then people have to give you the solution. The key is when you talk to God, everything shifts. If you keep trying to blame what happened on people and try to figure out what people are responsible, uh, then you're always limited to what people can do. But when you shift your conversation to God, you now shift the whole scenario. You're no longer trying to figure out who did it and why. You're now shifting the conversation to God, and the conversation shifts from who did it and why to what he's going to do about it and how he's going to bring you through it. One more time. We're shifting from who did it and why to how God's going to handle it and what he's going to do about it and where he's going to take you. And today I want to encourage you, if you can, take a moment and shift from your blame shifting. Shift from casting the responsibility of what happened on people to casting the responsibility on God to bring you through it, to help you get over it, to move beyond it, to find a future that is brighter than your past. And the one thing I am confident in, you know, I don't want to spoil the rest of the week, but I'm confident that if you shift your conversation from people to God, God will double your blessing for the trouble you went through. Right? I tried, I tried to stay away from the cliché. You, but you will. You will indeed get double for your trouble because Job has this instance where people are trying to figure out what people are involved, but you and I already know the story. This had nothing to do with people. This wasn't about him. It wasn't about his wife. It wasn't about his children. It wasn't about his servants that survived. This was something that started with God and the devil having a meeting in heaven. And as quiet as it's kept, while I'm not going to blame God for your scars, while I'm not going to tell you God meant for it to happen because it was going to work out for your good, what I do know is that God always has his hand involved. 
that what happened to you could have been worse than God wasn't involved. What you went through, God can use to develop you and to grow you and to teach you and to now allow you to become a wounded healer because only those who have been healed can help heal others. Hurt people hurt people, but healed people help heal the hurt. And so you are now in a position where since you are a survivor, you can move forward. You just got to make sure that you stop the blame shifting. Stop blame shifting. Stop blame shifting. Stop blame shifting. And talk to a God who's already walking ahead of you to lower every mountain, to raise every valley, to make every crooked place straight. Today is the day that you now shift responsibility to a risen Savior who knows how to handle wounds. Hope you guys are blessed. Hope you guys get it. Hope you guys grasp it. Uh, and I uh, hope, hope you join us again tomorrow morning at 730. Father, I thank you. I thank you so much because it is only because of you that we can move forward. You, you have known us before the foundation of the earth were laid. You know us before we were in our mother's womb, which really means, God, you knew us before we were scarred. You loved us then, and you love us now after the scar. So our prayer is that, God, you help give us some release, release from uh, the people that used to hold us down, not hold us in bondage, release from the people who we gave all the credit to and the power to for our current situation. Today, God, we reestablish that you are God alone, that you are on the throne of our life, that you are control in control, that you are most most powerful and you are and so we pray God now in Jesus' name that you allow us to move forward, surviving our scars, with the constant trust, belief and faith that you can turn whatever they meant for evil and work it out for our good, that you, God, can take whoever did it and not only handle our enemies but bless them so that they now will come into what is the land of salvation and be among those, God, who too will be on your your payroll, working on your behalf. Do it for all, God. Most of all, God, our prayer is that you do it for us. Help us move forward. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Look, you guys have a good day today. Uh, most importantly, shift from your blame shifting.